Cut out the jibber-jabber. Don't be babbling like a fool. Say what you got to say. That's all. Then shut your dang pie hole. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. I hope you're locked in. You've got your seatbelt tight. I hope you're paying attention, America. How many times do we, the preppers, we, the patriots, have to freaking warn everyone? Well, I'm not yelling at you guys, you guys that are watching, because you know better. But everyone needs to share that internet address on YouTube. Share it and get it out there. People need to wake up. When Trump was president and that pile of shit, Colonel Vindeman, right, Alex Vindeman was in Congress and he tried telling a congressman, oh, I, I'm a colonel, address me as colonel. Sorry, pal. You are nothing more than a socialist, communist, foreign-born piece of shit, liar, who was leaking information and crapping on America. Folks, guess what this guy is doing? Alex Vindeman, do you remember his name? He is cheering war escalation in Ukraine. He's Eastern European. You think he wouldn't want this. He wants people dead. This is his quote. I've been dreaming of this moment. Folks, it has hit the fan. What am I talking about? Oh, by the way, get your questions into Jolene because you guys get the second half of the show. You on the preparedmind.club, you who have subscribed at subscribestar.com, you get to be here live right now, every day talking to me. This is some big stuff, folks. I called this one at zero dark 30 this morning. I've been watching this every single day get worse and worse. I've talked about it with you. And the rest of the country needs to wake up. The rest of the world needs to wake up. Russia has unleashed hell, folks. It has hit over 70 different targets with missiles. Power outages in several cities. Ukraine targets hit, including Kiev. And Vindemann says, this is the moment I've been waiting for. What freaking moment is that? When people die because of what they are doing? This escalation? When that jackass pile of shit... Voldemort Zelensky, leader of Ukraine, supposed world leader, supposed Nobel Prize, Prize <clears throat> nominee, is calling for the U.S. and NATO to strike Russia preemptively with nukes. This is what happens, folks. This is what happens. Now, according to Russian news agency, TASS, Saturday morning, right, we had the bridge connecting Crimea and Russia bombed, right? And I said, there's going to be hell to pay for this. This is the Kersh Strait Bridge on Kersh Bridge, right? Unbelievable that they would bomb it and then take credit for it, right? Russia said, hey, that was a... Uh, fuel truck explosion. And then following that, folks, after taking credit for it, the Ukrainian Defense Department threatened that more attacks are going to happen. And we're supposed to believe right now that this is all Russia. This is Russia's fault. Russia's to blame. Russia deserved this. Russia's the bad guy. Right. Ten different Ukraine cities. Energy infrastructure hit by Russian missiles. Now, uh, Mattia Nellis says, this is nothing more but a desperate act of terrorism. Are you fucking kidding me? Right? Really? It's nothing more than a desperate act of terror. Putin could have done this at any point, folks. Now, it's also important to note he did not use a tactical nuclear weapon. He used conventional weapons 
Maybe a little bit of hypersonic technology in there. But let's see. Hmm, I'm reading here. He hit a Kiev transformer station. What does that mean? That means the power supply, the power infrastructure, the civilian power was taken out. Taken out. Ukraine buildings hit. Vladimir Putin said Russia's response to any further Ukrainian attacks would be severe, right? And they carried out a severe, folks, retaliatory missile strike across Ukraine. Now, I don't want to hear a fucking word from the mainstream media. I don't want to hear a fucking word out of D.C. Because we see this all the time down in Palestine and Israel when Hamas creates one unit of damage, the Israelis respond and they create 10 to 100 times the amount of damage inside Palestine. They bomb the ever-loving shit out of everybody so that Hamas, you may have caused some damage, but you're going to pay for it and then some. This is where we are now at. Ukraine doesn't want to fight in Luhansk, right? Donbass, no? Kerkev or Kerkov or Kerker, whatever the hell that place is, and Zaporizhia, whatever that place is. They don't want to fight there. They want to take the fight into Russia. So Russia says, oh, you don't want to fight over these territories? We're going to take the fight into your country. It's a serious retaliation, folks. It's a serious escalation. We are on the brink of World War III. And who thinks this is fucking cute? Vindemann. Who thinks this is just jolly good fun? NATO, D.C., London, Brussels. This is what they're asking for, folks. Now the people of Ukraine are going to suffer. Not the war-torn zones that want to be free from Ukraine, but now, now, folks, Zelensky has brought suffering and pain to his own people deep inside untouched, unscathed, unwar-torn Ukraine. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, folks. Uh, Shevchenko Park in central Kiev, uh, according to Matthew Luxmore, says it was probably the city's busiest park usually packed with people and street musicians. He says, this is right in the center of Kiev. Beside a busy park at exactly the time when people were rushing to work, no confirmation yet on the number of fatalities. Yeah, yeah, you see, I want you to understand, Russia attacked a park. Now, if Kiev was war-torn, scared to death, shitting their pants, afraid of evil Putin, I want to ask this question. Why was that park usually packed with people and street musicians if they're at war? Understand, folks, Kiev has not been in a war zone until now. They won't tell you that. They'll just say, look what Putin did. This is usually packed with 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 uh, people and musicians and squirrels and bunnies and ducks and children with lollipops and nuns and penguins. They're going to say that to try and make you feel bad. Well, if it was packed usually with people and street musicians, then they're not that scared usually. Now they are. Now they have good reason to be scared because their leader, fuck nuts Zelensky, has antagonized Russia and attacked Russia on Russian soil. This is called, folks, a response, a military response to both a terrorist attack and a threat of more. Not to mention the fact that now cyber attacks are occurring in the United States of America, in our airport system. Are those done by Putin? Are they done by rogue Russian forces who are responding on their own? Or are these false flag attacks caused 
by governments, CIA, Mossad, MI6, to make America suffer a little bit so we support this disgusting, filthy war in Ukraine. I don't like any of it, folks. It's pissing me off. It truly is just pissing me off. This right came in. Putin threatens Kiev with, quote, even tougher response in case, right, of further Ukrainian terrorist acts against Russia. See, this is going, folks, from a special military operation, an SMO, under international law and war. And it's going to move into a critical declaration of war by Russia against Ukraine, which will, folks, be followed by an invasion into Ukraine territory that does not want to be part of Russia. And Russia will beat the ever-loving snot out of Ukraine and make Ukraine sue for peace. And when you sue for peace, you aren't the strong one at the table. Zelensky will sit there wearing a diaper with a pacifier jammed in his mouth, crying like a baby, begging Russia to stop. And Russia gets to name the terms of their surrender by demanding Ukraine make concessions. Folks, war is not pretty. People die, property is destroyed, right? That's what armies and militaries do. They kill people and blow shit up. And the loser gets to pay. But on the other side, we have NATO. And they're going to be very scared by this. And they're going to say, we should go in and protect, protect Ukraine, even though they're not a NATO country. Sorry, they're not a NATO country. They don't get NATO protection. They're not part of the European Union. Sorry, you don't get European Union protection which is just political monetary protection. They've already punished Russia. Russia couldn't give a frog's fat ass about Europe at this point. They can go around. They can sell their oil for a huge profit to India, China, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, whoever the fuck they want, and then have them turn around and sell that oil to Europe at an even higher cost. This is not hurting Putin a bit. This is not hurting Russia a bit. This is what these fuckers do, though, folks. They start wars. And they profit from them. And the people suffer. I'm very upset that Ukrainians are being killed. I'm very upset that Zelensky is sending Ukrainians into the teeth of the Russian military and killing them. I'm very upset that Russian military is being killed by Ukraine fighters. I'm very upset at all of this. And I'm afraid it's going to spread even further than nuclear weapons, whether they're tactical or conventional, are going to be launched. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, NBC News, that fine, liberal, Democrat, socialist, piece of shit news organization said this. Russia unleashed a barrage of deadly attacks on cities across Ukraine on Monday, hitting the heart of the country's capital is part of a wave of strikes against civilians and infrastructure not seen since the very earliest days of the war. From Lviv in the west to Kharkiv in the northeast, missiles tore through rush hour traffic and into energy facilities. In retaliation for a blast that damaged a key bridge to the annexed Crimean Peninsula over the weekend, Russian President Vladimir Putin announced in a televised address that his military had launched a series of strikes on Ukraine's energy, military command, and communications facilities, telling his Security Council it was revenge for what he called Kiev's long track record of terrorist actions, including the bridge blast. Let's not forget that they sunk a Russian warship. They mined all the harbors and bays of other Ukraine and non-Ukraine cities and ports. They attacked Russian power stations. They attacked Russian energy in Russian territory. Those are the terrorist actions. Russia has not till this point, folks, attacked anywhere in Ukraine. They have fought for the independence of those states in eastern Ukraine that don't want to be part of Ukraine anymore. They wanted their independence. They voted for their independence They won their independence in a vote 
a very peaceful democratic process. And they decided they, they wanted to be part of the Russian Federation. I don't know what part of that has anything to do with the state of Mississippi in the United States of America. Why is it any of my frickin' business? It's not a threat to my state. It's not a threat to your state. It's a threat to the state of mind of power drunk, power inebriated, megalomaniac assholes in Davos, Switzerland, Brussels, London, Rome, DC. They're the ones who feel threatened. I don't know if I've made myself clear on this. <laughs> Fucking jerks. Unbelievable, folks. None of this is fun. None of this is funny. <sighs> Shit. I hope you've got your questions. I want to hear your comments. We've seen this coming. We've seen the West, meaning NATO, U.S., European Union, continue to antagonize and antagonize and push for war. And they got it. And then they want to complain that Russia's pissed off and fighting back and fighting for the independence of Eastern Ukraine uh, republics. And they voted for their freedom, folks. Free association. Isn't that what democracy is about? Well, enough on that. I'm going to get off that freaking horse. I'm going to get off that horse. And I, uh, <clears throat> I do want to say thank you. As soon as I find, I'm so pissed off. I tell you what. <sighs> Give me one quick minute here. Unbelievable. I, I mean, I know it was, I knew it was coming. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was coming. You guys knew it. Um, I wanted to say thank you to uh, Ms. Gomina for the nice $25 cash app donation to my GTFO and no, not my get the fuck out, my get the fuck back, my GTFBNSB fund. Thank you very much. Uh, she says, I can't fully express my respect. Great show. Thank you very much. I do not like what is going on, though. Tamika, I don't like it one bit because it puts all of us in a position where we have to fear for our lives, for our children, for our safety, because these serious megalomaniac assholes at that level up here want to be assholes. And now I'm going to do this, folks. I'm going to come down from international to national, to state, to county, to the local level and examine what the hell happens when we have a bunch of egotistical, maniacal, megalomaniac jackasses running local stuff. Now, a video was taken in Florida, folks. There's a video where a high school student picks up a police officer and does a fairly decent job of body slamming this cop, a police officer. Now, the cop was trying to break up two other kids who were fighting. And so this third guy decided to grab the policeman, throw him to the ground. Well, just so you know, the kid who did this to the cop has been arrested. Now, this is serious, folks. When a kid in Florida goes to a cop, wraps his arms around his waist, and spins him and throws him to the ground. I've seen far worse body slams on little girls and women by cops who were two and three times their weight, throwing women around like rag dolls, throwing them against walls, beating them, punching them, kicking them, etc. I don't want to hear any, any poor cop on this. This is important, though. I am not anti-cop, and I want this understood. This is serious. Two weeks ago, a teenager in a northern city, up north, fought with a cop, I believe it was in a subway, and traded punches. And now a Southern student pulled a cop off of two other students who were fighting and slammed him to the ground and tried fighting him. Folks, this is what happens when several bad things are allowed in our country. Right? We're supposed to have a law and order, justice, equality, not equity, 
not fairness, equality, the even application of the law. Not special privileged people, not powerful people, not a two-tier system, but a law that is equally applied. Now, number one, here's our problem. When the president, Joe Biden, supports BLM, when Vice President Toes bails out BLM criminals who have committed felonies and attacked police, tried murdering police, assaulting police, injuring police, maiming police, when Democrats at the federal and state level and local level support an anti-police, national level, coordinated, riotous movement that causes billions of dollars in damage, respect for police is erased because the criminals are being told by the politicians, keep doing what you're doing. It's fine. Respect for police is erased and it's caused by these Democrats at the local level, state level, and federal level. Number two, when police target criminal persons of color, the persons of color remember how they are treated negatively. Now, regardless of their guilt in a crime, and in fact, it makes it worse because these guys aren't the brightest, they're criminals. The criminals take their arrests as racist by the police. Hence, this fuck the police mentality is exacerbated and it has grown over the years because of the way these people were raised, because they were told being criminal is fine, because they weren't held accountable as kids and respect for the police is lost. It is erased because police targeted them, police arrested them, police mistreated them and didn't respect them enough as human beings and they remembered it. I am not an advocate for fucking criminals and scumbags who would kill police if they were given a chance. I'm not for that at all. I'm just explaining that these people, whether they're white or persons of color, when they're mistreated, they will remember that shit. And when the district attorneys and the judges let them out and let them off light, they're re-released back into society and their criminal recidivism rate rises. In other words, they're going back to jail. They know it. They don't respect the law. They don't respect the police. They don't respect themselves, and it gets worse. Now, number three, when police arrest innocent women, men, teenagers, and say, you can beat the rap, but you can't beat the ride, and take out their personal problems by assaulting, harassing, intimidating, arresting, maliciously persecuting, and then lying in court when pressing charges against taxpayers, honest, decent people, the people get pissed off and the average citizen loses respect for police. That respect is erased. I've seen it, folks. I know too many good people who don't respect the police because what they have seen. Now, understand me. I respect the law. Capital L, capital A, capital W. But as a kid and a teenager... I listened and watched police intimidate people and abuse their authority. The threat was always, I will arrest you and there's nothing you can do but go to jail. You want to push your luck with me, the cop? I respect the law, folks. But as a U.S. Marine, I watched the low-ranking Marines being abused by higher-ranking NCOs and military police. They had their driving privileges revoked, their rank taken, their pay taken, and they were abused. I was a whistleblower, and it changed the course of my life for taking a stand against this abuse. I don't like people abusing their power. No one should have to be threatened with being murdered if they don't shut up and obey a command. And I was constantly put in that position, folks, where I was being threatened. I didn't like it. After the United States Marine Corps, I have witnessed in many instances, folks, where police abuse their authority, wrongfully arrest people, plant drugs, physically abuse people, and even murder people. Right? Cameras are everywhere. Security cameras, phone cameras. It gets its way into internet and it just pisses people off. Trust me, folks, my blood boils even worse when I see a cop violate the rights of a citizen and violate the sanctity of the law because the cop knows better. And they take advantage of their privileged position of having a gun 
a badge and the ability to arrest anyone they want, press all manner of charges, then go home to a home-cooked meal while those that they abuse have their lives ruined because this cop was having a bad day and they didn't like whatever happened to them. Right? There's a big difference, folks, between having a bad day as a cop and having your life ruined, literally, because a cop needed to take their life's frustration out on the weak. I know two women and many others, but I know two women who were sorely abused by police. Both of them soft, kind, and genuine, loving women who had aggression taken out on them for being both scared and beautiful. It made zero sense, folks, except I've also witnessed a criminal take out his aggression on a soft, kind, and beautiful woman who had a gun jammed in her kidney. The same attitude prevailed when a cop goes bad and exhibits criminal behavior towards the weak and ultimately uses the badge as the weapon to ensure they get away with their crime. This is why people have lost respect for law enforcement. Right? It starts at the very top with politicians. It happens in the criminal community because of all kinds of problems. And then we see the effects at our level. Right? As the system crumbles, society takes a shit, morals are lost, decayed, Gee, I wonder what groups are responsible for moral freaking decay. Now get this. I don't want to be a cop, nor do I want a cop's job. I know it's hard and it's an underappreciated and also underpaid profession. It's supposed to be one of those noble professions. But that underappreciation doesn't come from people like me or you who don't appreciate them. It stems from the abuses that come from law enforcement. Those abuses are compounded by having police enforce corrupt and unconstitutional laws that come from legislators. And here we are, folks. We're in this room now. I want the law and all law enforcement to be respected. And I want my rights 100% respected by every cop everywhere. I respect them. They respect the law. But when kids are fighting cops, folks, there's a much bigger problem. And that problem isn't tax-paying adults like me and you. The problem isn't the Constitution. The problem is Democrat socialist policies, Democrat policies in schools, Democrat policies in society. Go to Polk County, Florida, where Sheriff Grady Judd is. I bet you'll see an entirely different level of respect between citizens and sheriff's deputies. There's a huge problem, folks at the local level, way low, and at the international level, way up here. And none of it is supported, and none of it is caused by you and me. We pay our taxes, we go to work, we obey, we respect others, and all this shit happens anyway. Why? That's the question, right? Why is all of this shit happening? Because of the plantation masters. Because of the plantation masters. This is incredible, folks. <sighs> I'm not done yet. Get your questions in, right? These plantation masters, well, you know, like teachers, right? The teachers union boss, her name is Randy Weingarten. She's supposed to be in charge of teachers unions in the United States of America. But she went to Ukraine to, quote, assess the situation. Right. This leader of the failure in our educational system is going to is going to criticize what what the socialists in D.C. are doing in Ukraine and how they suck at fighting wars. Right. It gets comical. A teacher's union boss is going to go criticize the government in another country that's at war and criticize them. Folks, idiocracy. Idiocracy. Unbelievable. When a teacher's union leader goes to another country that is in war. Idiocracy. Unbelievable. Just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, more plantation masters, pencil neck Democrat Adam Schiff and Representative Maloney, they're in Paris. What are they doing in Paris? The United States is fucked up. They're campaigning, folks. 
with their slave master donors at a, quote, Stop MAGA Republicans fundraiser. The Democrats are so desperate that as socialists, they have to go over to a socialist ass-kissing country like France to beg money out of them to, quote, stop, make America great again, Republicans. You know what? The French supported American independence and liberty in 1776. They sent powder, ball, cannon, money, and folks, uh, I think it was the Marquis de Lafayette, to come over and help the Americans fight the Brits. That was France, folks, 250 years ago. Little different today when the socialist, anti-freedom, anti-liberty, anti-America scumbags travel back across the Atlantic to beg money and suck off the rich donors, more slave master type donors, folks. Unbelievable. And speaking of slave master, right? Uh, <clears throat> Oregon gubernatorial race. The co-founder of Nike donates a million dollars to the Republican candidate, Christine Drazen. I mean, slave labor Nike, who has their, their shoes made by slave labor in China. This guy's supporting a Republican. <laughs> That's how bad the Democrats are, folks, who, who own the plantation mentality. They're even losing companies like Nike. Unbelievable, right? The governor of Oregon. People of Oregon have had it, folks. The people around the world have had it. Kids in school have had it with abusive jackass cops. Now, I had two sons who went to school in California, and they had these uh, cops on campus. They give them a special name, even though they have badges and guns. And these cops, like, like giants, I guess, walk amongst these small children. Right? And we had them in our school. What are I mean, they have, they have special names for them as police in school. And I remember this guy's name. His name, well, I'm going to tell you, we called him Dumbass because it kind of sounded like his name back in the 80s in my high school. He was a complete jackass who abused kids. I watched him do it. I watched him, he, I watched this cop yank a friend of mine around by his fucking neck because the kid asked him, why do you wear a clip-on tie? And so he grabbed the tie the knit tie, which was the style at the time, 80s style, grabbed him by his knitted tie around his neck and yanked him around and hurt his neck. and said, that's why we don't want to get yanked around by our necks. And he did that after hurting this fucking kid. That's how stupid these jackasses are, folks. And that was over 30 fucking years ago. How do you think they act in school towards kids now? Why do you think that kid attacked the cop and tried slamming him and fighting him? What has the kid got to lose? Unfucking believable, folks. Just ridiculously stupid. It's ridiculously stupid. It truly is. I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't. I may as well just go off the deep end. Folks, they're going after Katie Hobbs, the idiot who refuses to debate Carrie Lake in Arizona because there's photos of her uh, embracing, uh, participating in uh, a high school slave day uh, function. Folks, students were led shackled uh, by other students with collar and chain. Now, I want to tell you a little story about when I was in high school. You're going to enjoy this. In high school, we had Slave Day also. Every year, seniors would get up on the auction block, and in order to raise money, they would sell themselves for a day. Now, of course, nothing illegal could be done to them. No abuse, no harm. They just had to serve, not in a real slave capacity, just serve, right? And I think it taught some kind of humility. It was funny. It was humorous. Kids had fun with it, right? Uh, I bought three slaves, uh, a brunette and two blondes, all very hot, right? Anyways, um, it was a fundraiser for the senior class. They willingly auctioned themselves to raise money. Now, <clears throat> could it be that, right, these liberals said, well, I was once a slave, so now I can understand them. Could it be part of that? I don't know. Slave Day was sanctioned and authorized by Democrat principals and liberal teachers when I was a kid who thought it was great. And now because of wokeness, a liberal Democrat 
is in trouble. I think that's fucking hilarious. Hell, why not? Anytime you do something wrong, in the future, they could change moral standards and say, oh, my God, that was bad that that happened, and then attack you over it. So fine. I say attack the stupid broad for this. Now, I really enjoyed uh, my slaves. Let me tell you what I had them do. I said, you will wear a sheet and wear it like a toga. And I made like uh, three sandwich bags, no, three paper bags full of confetti. And I said, I was up for hours punching confetti and putting them in these bags so that I could be led by and followed by my slave girls who were throwing colored confetti in the air ahead of me everywhere I went. I enjoyed it immensely. Now, the school custodian, janitor, environmental services guy was not very happy with me for what I did on slave day. You would think that he would appreciate the fact that these, uh, well, I guess they were underage hotties, but you know, nonetheless, they were, uh, as I was a junior and they were seniors, and two of them were good friends of mine, and one just didn't care for me at all, but too fucking bad. You sold yourself. And you had to wear a toga. It was not dangerous. It wasn't bad, but, you know, hey, you're raising money. Enjoy it. But, folks, this is the world we live in. And I just figured, you know, we're going to go after these Democrats. Well, they go after us. Uh, I participated in Slave Day. <laughs> but they're going to attack this stupid broad. How many of you guys did stupid shit like that? Right? But now stupid shit gets your ass kicked by the police, and the police get their asses kicked by people. What the hell is going on in this country? At the international level, we have absolute stupidness. We have people celebrating the fact and saying, uh, I've been dreaming of this moment, right? Vindeman saying, I've been dreaming of this moment as Vladimir Putin launches 70-plus missiles into Ukraine and fucks them up. These people are sick, twisted, demented, uh, perverted, sadistic Satanists. I mean, idiocy is unleashed, folks. In St. Louis, city officials are going to sue car manufacturers because criminals are stealing the cars. It's the car manufacturer's fault that these kids know how to steal their cars, whatever they are, Kias and whatever other cars. Unfucking believable. Let's sue them. It's like suing the gun manufacturer because a criminal uses a gun in a crime. Well, a, a car has been victimized by a thief, so let's sue the car manufacturer for having a car that can be stolen. It's not going to get better, folks. These people are idiots. Are you prepared? Folks, they're doing cyber attacks on airports in America, in our country right now. What happens if they hit our power grid and shut it down? Do you have generator? Do you have solar power? The preparedmind.club. All right. I tell you what. I think I've said enough. It's now time for you to tell me what you think, what you want to talk about. Are you ready? Ah! Here we are. Jolene, who wants to step up first and throw something at me? It's Ooman. Now, understand, folks, Ooman is superior at playing devil's advocate, at looking at things from an incredible, um, shall we say, critical mind. Let's see what he has to say today. Lots of Eastern Europeans have such a visceral hatred for Russia going back to World War II and Soviet Russia that they want to see Russia get their ass kicked, regardless of the human cost. This is a fascinating perspective. Uman, I knew you were going to say something like that. And he's absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct. Folks, when Russia took control of Ukraine as the Soviet Union, Stalin ordered all of their crops stolen. And then they stopped the farming. And the people of Ukraine suffered. Millions died. How many times do I have to say, right, not only did Hitler kill about 10 million people, 
But between China and Russia, they killed another 90 million people. Those bastards, folks, in communist China, communist Russia, and fascist socialist Germany killed over 100 million of their own people. Socialism is murder. And the people in these territories, folks, Lithuania, Estonia, Latvia, they don't like Russia. Now, right now, currently, Belarus, north of Ukraine, Belarus is in line with Russia. But yeah, Ukraine, there's been a lot of bad blood there between them and Russia. Now, you may not know it, but at the fall of the Soviet Union, I believe Ukraine had the third most nuclear missiles in all the world. You had Russia, the United States, and then Ukraine. After the fall of the Soviet Union, there were a lot of missiles in Ukraine. Now, it was quite interesting when that, that uh, evil empire, a socialist empire, folks, whether it's socialist Russia or socialist England, socialist France, socialist Germany now, socialism bad. Look what socialism is doing to its own German citizens right now. It's fucked up the energy grid. It's screwing up the food supply in Western Europe, the farming countries. That's what socialism does. You don't need to live. It's more important to respect the environment, which we say is going to suffer, but they can't prove it. Oh, there's a hurricane. Uh, so President Biden says, oh, yeah, yeah. The, any doubts about uh, climate change are now, they're done. Because there was a hurricane. There's always been hurricanes. These people are fucking idiots, folks. Look what they do to their own people. And so, yes, I get it. The Ukrainians hate the freaking Russians. The Russians, who have been abused by the Ukrainians, don't like them very much. You think the Latvians get along with the Estonians and the Estonians with the Latvians? Well, no, these, these, uh, these, these Slavic Eastern European countries, they don't like each other very much. They don't. Now, Poland, I believe Poland got sucked into the Eastern Bloc, Russian, Soviet crap. They're very pissed off at Russia, and they want all this fighting to happen. Do you think Poland is going to be real happy if Russia takes Ukraine and then bitch slaps Poland a little bit? I mean, really, what's Poland going to do? They're going to go, oh, we're a NATO member. You can't do that to us. The rest of NATO is right here behind me. Remember when the United States and NATO said, don't worry, Ukraine. We're right behind you. And so uh, Voldemort Zelensky started talking a bunch of shit. Putin said, oh, yeah, is that how you want to play me, you little bitch? And so Zelensky's like, yeah, me and my big buddies. And he turned around. And he had no one behind him. Zelensky turned around and where's the U.S.? Nowhere to be seen. Where's NATO? Nowhere to be seen. And Russia said, fuck you, we're going to roll in and we're going to help Donetsk, Luhansk, Zaporizhia. We're going to help them uh, <clears throat> be liberated from all of the atrocities being committed by the Ukraine military against ethnic Russians. Folks, killing any people because of their ethnicity is just wrong. Right? You're not supposed to kill persons of color. You shouldn't kill Asians. You shouldn't kill blacks. You shouldn't kill uh, Native Americans. You shouldn't kill Indians from India. You shouldn't kill Pakistanis. Right? You shouldn't kill South Americans. You shouldn't kill Canucks, Aussies, Japanese. You shouldn't kill people because of their ethnicity. Right? I don't think you should kill people at all. But I'll tell you what, when someone says they want to kill me, because of my religious beliefs or the color of my skin or my politics, I take them at their word the same way I took that staff sergeant at his word when he said that he would have me killed if I didn't obey an order. That I would shut up and obey or he would send me someplace where I would be fucked up and killed. I don't like it when people do that. Now I get it folks, in Ukraine, they have been being beaten and abused. But who is abusing them? Before Russia invaded the eastern area of Ukraine. That's no longer Ukraine, by the way. 
They're independent and part of the Russian Federation. Accepted NATO, accepted Europe, accepted DC, that the only way you're going to get those countries back is to engage in nuclear war with Russia. Right? We have to accept the fact, folks, that they asked for this and they've gotten it. And I sure hope we don't have to pay for it. Germany's already paying for it. Austria is now paying for it. Italy is now paying for it, having their gas shut off. Remember when Ukraine shut off the gas that was coming through and they were like, yeah, this is Russia's fault. Right? Like that sick jackass Vindem. And they want people hurt, folks. That's what socialists do. They hurt their own people. They're a bunch of paranoid, idiotic lunatics. It's what they do. Let us move on. Thank you, Uman. Great topic. Doing stuff with Nikki. Now, Nikki speaks a little bit of Deutsch, uh, right? Sprechen Sie Deutsch, huh? And she knows some Russian. I know a little bit of Russian, but I, I'm no good in conversation. Anyways, this is what Nikki says. Bad worldwide economy. Nothing but downturns in the last few years. And oopsie, here comes another war or manufactured conflict. Isn't that a typical pattern? And I'm sure Nikki should have written on there, wonk, wonk, wonk. Exactly right. Exactly right. The international banking cartel has done their thing yet again. And they have screwed up the monetary system, the financial system, and yes, the economy. They are pushing an economy-killing religion called environmentalism. And their agenda is to stop carbon output and stop climate change. They've done this in the midst of a failing monetary and economic system. Yeah, they need a, they need a war to confuse people. They need a war to distract people. They need a war to kill off some of the population. They need a war to control us. They need enemies so they can go, hey, 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 wasn't us in the banks. It was that guy over that border. That imaginary line, you know, because the Democrats, they look at borders and go, it's just an imaginary line. It's not real. Except when they want to go, that guy on the other side of that line, he's the bad guy. The bad guys are over there. To quote Schwarzenegger from Last Action Hero, right? The bad guy's over there in Russia. They're all a bunch of idiots, folks. Governments have caused these problems. Not you, not me, not the people of Ukraine, not the people of Russia, not the people of France, not the people of Eastern Ukraine formerly, not the people of Latvia. It's not the Finns or the Poles. It's not the Swedes or the Norwegians. It's the politicians. It's the politicians, right? Hildegard von der Leyen, leader of the European Union. Talking a bunch of trash. Is she going to pick up a fucking rifle and put a piss pot on her head? Pull up some combat boots and go to war? Fuck no. But they'll send your kids to war. They'll send European children to war. Well, they say, no, no, I'm protected class. I'm just a girl. They twist their little hair into pigtails. I'm just a girl. I can't fight. While well, they start a fucking war. Unbelievable. Christine Lagarde, the banking leader. Over here in America, we have old Yellen, Janet Yellen. They fuck up the banking system. They fuck up the political system. They cause and promote war. And then this happens. And they're like, I'm just a little girl. No, your words cause wars, folks. It's incredible. And then we got sissies like Adam Schiff. Dipshits like Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Up Chuck Schumer, who hasn't done a damn thing in his life except screw people over. Unbelievable, folks. We're looking at a train that's coming right at us, a freight train. And we're stuck on the tracks going right at it because of these politicians. Are you prepared? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, your plan. Do you know what's going to happen in your 10-mile radius if these assholes shut down our grid here? If Russia drops fucking nukes on our country and fucks up our grid? If they cyber attack our grid? 
if we have our own country, rogue units within it attack us in order to make us suffer so we can blame Russia so that we support this war and call for more of it? Yeah, Nikki, we've seen this story before. Gulf of Tonkin incident, folks, was claimed that a, a, an American ship was sunk in the Gulf of Tonkin by communists in Vietnam, and it drug us into the Vietnam War. Tens of thousands of American GIs were killed. I believe over a million communists were killed for a lie that the Gulf of Tonkin incident, right? was a lie. The Israelis, by the way, the Israelis, folks, shot up the USS Liberty in the Mediterranean in an effort to make it look like that ship was destroyed by our enemies in order to draw the American military, the American government, the American people into the war against Egypt. Well, the USS Liberty, folks, was not sunk, and there were uh, sailors who lived and they said, yeah, we were attacked by the Israelis. Look what governments do to their own people. John F. Kennedy, President of the United States, was killed, assassinated in broad daylight to set a very stark and real example for the world to understand. You won't mess with the CIA. You won't mess with the military-industrial complex. You won't miss or mess with the Fourth Reich that was established way back, folks, way back then. President Dwight D. Eisenhower warned the nation on his departing message about the military-industrial complex and secret societies. Folks, not secret societies like the International Order of Oddfellows or the lions, or the masons, or the elks, or the mooses. Those weren't the secret societies he was talking about. He was talking about those secret societies with power and money control. Where are we today, folks? Do you see the Lions Club controlling Washington, D.C.? No. You see a bunch of sick, rich bastards in Davos, Switzerland. You see a bunch of sick, perverted bastards in Washington, D.C. And it's the same in London and Brussels and everywhere else. Quote, I've been dreaming of this moment, end quote, says Alex Vindeman. What a scumbag. All right, Jolene, who's next? We got Heidi, 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 says, gee, wouldn't it be a shame if Russia accidentally shot a big old barrage of missiles at Davos. <laughs> satire! Satire alert! Uh, you see, that's the risk that these guys are taking. Now, understand that the uh, Davos douches, they don't just live in Davos. That's just where they meet. They live all over the planet. They have multiple, uh, shall we say, billionaire residences. Some of them are bunkers, deep underground, former missile silos, old mines that were dug out and turned into uh, subterranean palaces. Right? It's going to be kind of hard to target them all. But yeah, wouldn't it be fitting for them to have a meeting in Davos and have all of them obliterated? How would they feel about that? Well, first of all, they wouldn't feel anything because they, their lives would be over in a microsecond. How would their families feel? Would their families go, hey, 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 you killed my uncle. Uncle, uncle, thieving, stealing, bastard, jackass. Yeah, that's what he is, and that's why he got bought. Man, yeah, folks, uh, there's not going to be a lot of, shall we say, tears shed if Davos were to be hit. But understand that behind every one of these scumbags is someone else who wants to step up and be the next scumbag for their corporation or for their family office. Right. But I'm sure they would change their meeting techniques after that, don't you? I'm sure they would switch to Zoom meetings to protect themselves. Right? There is no organization, folks, on the planet that is closer to Ian Fleming's specter 
than Davos, the World Economic Forum, the Bilderbergs, except they're not secret anymore. They've actually come right out and told us who they are and what they're going to do to us. You will eat the bugs and you'll like it. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. That's what these people think, folks, and that's what they're working for. I wouldn't shed a tear. I would rather shed tears over the people who are suffering in Ukraine because of Russia bombing them because their leader, Zelensky, is a complete and total jackass. Those are the people that I have sympathy and pity for, the real people of Ukraine, not the Ukraine military, not the Ukraine leadership, not the Ukraine bureaucracy, not those who are controlling them, not Davos. I don't, I don't pity Washington, D.C. It's a sick pit, and I know that I'm preaching to the choir. But it is time to wake up and start looking at these people for who they are and what they are. Whether they're way up here in government and control or at the national level or the local state level, all the way down to people you see on a daily basis. Right? Lawlessness, folks, creates its own punishment. And right now, right, shit is rolling downhill. Do we have another question, comment, statement? Yes, Sally Sue says, regarding the Great Reset, which is the policy name for the destruction of our economies, societies, cultures, traditions, and laws by this same Davos, Switzerland, World Economic Forum group, folks. Regarding the Great Reset, can't help but think this has all happened before, and in the end, they will do what they have always done. They will hunker down and wait out whatever calamity they cause to destroy us. They will emerge from this next depression, flood, plague, collapse, smelling like roses, while the rest of us will be lucky to make it through alive. Therefore, the country, any country, and the world will function exactly as they want it to. Please tell me I'm wrong and somehow we win this one. Well, Sally Sue, we don't have to lose. We will have to fight. We will have to struggle. But you and I, all of us, will have to collectively and intelligently step up and demand that our rights be respected. Uh, we can have a great calamity. We can have a nuclear war, folks. Tiny, one or two, several, half a dozen nuclear bombs go off. That doesn't mean we forfeit our rights that God granted us. It doesn't mean we have to kowtow and submit to authoritarian jackasses at the federal or state level. In fact, we should do exactly the opposite, as Sheriff Grady Judd said. Right? Just because there's an emergency doesn't mean you give up your guns. In fact, because it's an emergency, you should have your guns and blast any criminal who's trying to steal your stuff. Folks, in an emergency, including a nuclear strike, the government has no right to take your rights. They have no right or claim to any additional authority. Too fucking bad. In fact, you, the government, failed. And that's why there has been a war, a nuclear blast, a terror attack. You have failed as the government. So get out of my face. In fact, I demand all of my rights be restored right now. All of them. You, the government, have zero authority over me. I can self-regulate quite well. We need to all adopt that sort of mentality and let our governments know, sorry, you will respect our rights. The Constitution is actually more valid and more sacred at this time. Period. Just because there's an emergency, like a pandemic, does not mean we abandon our rights. We saw how that fucking worked. We saw how that worked for us. It didn't. Right? Oh my gosh, there's a pandemic. Turn in your guns. People would be like, what? That makes no sense. Right, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. There's a pandemic. Give up all your money. What? What does the pandemic have to do with giving up our money? There's a pandemic. You have to forfeit your entire retirement. All of your money in Wall Street, you have to give it up because a pandemic makes no sense, right? It's a non sequitur. It's a non sequitur, right? It's false logic. It's a logical fallacy. 
Makes no sense. Just because a bomb goes off over in Russia or Ukraine, we have to forfeit our rights here in this country. We have to obey what the government says and do what the media tells us. You have to support our attack, our response. No, 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 sorry. In fact, I will support government less at this time. Government needs to support me and my rights and all of the citizens and our rights. The government should step back and respect us and say, what is it that works for the people? And stop claiming this national security horseshit. Well, in, the, in order to preserve national security, what has national security ever done for you? All national security has ever done in my life is send people to war to die so that some corporation can make a shit pile of money. So some bank can loan a shit pile of money to a foreign government that they have to pay back with interest. That's who benefits. That's who benefits. I don't have to make that shit up. I don't. I try and be consistent as hell, people. I try to be super consistent. I don't like people who abuse their authority. I don't like criminals. I don't like bureaucrats. I don't like police. Anyone who abuses their authority, I don't like it. I don't like governments. All they do is abuse their people. And then they abuse the people of other countries. And they're all being controlled by people that I really don't like, the super rich, who are abusing their privilege of being rich by demanding more and not being satisfied with what they have. Can you imagine being a fucking billionaire? All you've got to do is wake up and breathe oxygen, eat delicious food, drive in the most expensive cars, or have someone drive you. That's all you have to do. It's all you have to do every day. Go swimming, go boating, go skiing, go camping, fly in a fucking helicopter, get an airplane, take a ride in a rocket to space. You're a fucking billionaire. Instead, they go, now that I'm rich, I'm going to use my power, money, wealth, and influence to screw over people and have them killed in war. Who the fuck thinks like that? Bill Gates says, hmm, I'm going to invent vaccines and pay for the research on this so that we can see if we can sterilize people while telling them we love you and we want you protected from disease. What kind of sick, twisted fucking thinking is that? We've created genetically modified food. Go ahead and eat it and tell us how you feel in a few years. We've invented and come up with a way to change your genetic structure and then convince you you need to take this shit because it'll protect you from a disease which is not deadly. That's what these sick billionaires think. You know, there's a lot of people around here who could find out what a sick, twisted, fucked up billionaire I am. So I better do something to kill them before they kill me after they find out what a what a what a pile of shit wretched billionaire I am. That's what they think. They are afraid of us, folks. I'm not I don't envy some billionaire. Fine, you did great. Have it. Enjoy it. But instead, they reach out and say, we're going to touch you, John, and we're going to touch you, Heidi, and we're going to touch you, Sally, and we're going to touch you, Ooman, and we're going to touch you, Crispy Bacon, and we're going to touch you, John, and John, and John, and John. It's the touch of death, folks, these people. Puppet masters. Here we are. What the fuck now? Right? Really? This is where we're going? It's not a choice I've made, folks. It's not a choice I would make. It's not a choice I know that you would make. But we have to deal with this. We have to deal with this. Understand, folks. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, and a plan. It's not easy. It's not simple. It's not free. But it can be done. Right. The recipe is simple. Go to the preparedmind.club. And those are the things that we sell that you need to get by in an emergency situation that has been created by none other than those people at the top who are supposed to be serving us. And we're paying them and they screw us over. I feel bad for the people of Ukraine. I feel bad for the people of Russia. I feel bad for the people of Germany. I feel bad for all the people in this world because leadership is not leadership. They are no more than powerful sellouts. We need good principled people, folks. We need more Sheriff Grady Judds. We need more Governor DeSantis's. 
And yeah, we even need more people with Trump-like attitudes. If you may not like Trump or think he's a sellout or, or some kind of double agent or something, I don't care, but we need people who stand up for our rights. We need more George Washingtons. How about that? Can we agree on that? Or is he an evil man because he had slaves? We need more... Who? Who do we need more of, folks? I would like to say, and I hope and I believe and I pray that I could say, I need more people just like you. Honest, decent, good human beings who understand that freedom, liberty, and respect for one another is key. God bless America. Semper Fi, get prepared. Because chance favors the prepared mind is yours. That's right. That's right. I said it. Mark my words. You can only poke the bear for so long before the bear pokes back. And yes, he poked back, didn't he?